All right. Okay. One, two, three. Oh, you're so <laughs> close. So close. We were close. I think we're ready. Ready to roll. Live in person. Live from New York. Live from Live from New York. It's Saturday night. Sunday, we're, Sunday we're night. We're actually forest. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Party killer. So, uh, here I am. Doing science. Jerry tells the jokes. Dean sings the songs and gets the girl. Pizza time. If you guys were the inventors of Facebook, you've invented Facebook. Three. I just want to take another look at you. We went to the coast. We get together, have a few laughs. Okay, here we go. Welcome we back go. to another episode of Loose Concept, the loosest conceptual movie podcast on the internet. My name is Elijah Smith, and joining me tonight live, oh, in person, in the in, studio, in the flesh, in flesh and bud, we have the one and only Sean Mackey. I'm here. We're back, baby. Sean, welcome back to the program. Took a little bit of a hiatus, but we're coming back strong. Yeah, back from hiatus strong. Yeah. Dude, I'm back. We're back. Everybody's back. We're in person. This is amazing. I wish we all lived next to each mm, other. Same. I feel like it'd be even more hype. Some people said it would never happen. They thought the pod was dead. Yeah. Heck no. Can't kill this Just pod. took a little bit of a hiatus. <laughs> Can't kill it. Like all terrible, miserable things in life. <laughs> we're they, back. They never end. <laughs> We got renewed. Netflix renewed us. Also joining us live in person. He's here in the flesh as well. Rudy Rudolph back yes. on the mic. Rudy, welcome back to hey the boys. program yourself. Yeah, we were holding out for more money. That's why we were on the Ben Simmons We wanted us to pay ourselves more money. Yeah, we fired our agent because we <laughs> found out that was a terrible idea. The interns um, were holding us hostage. Yeah. So I, maybe we could go around and talk about what we've been doing since uh, our last episode. I could, I okay. could start. Yeah, go uh, ahead. I had COVID. <laughs> what? <laughs> Contracted the Rona. Fully vaxxed. Fully vaxxed. Too. Pfizer, apparently. The word, oh. like, because everyone was worried about the J&J. Yeah. yeah. Now the J&J seems to be the one to get. Yeah. But, oh, okay. you know, it, it was just, a week it's of... It's like the yeah. Bible says, the first shall be last. That's right. Exactly. exactly. Amen, brother. Um, it always comes back. <laughs> that's how I do my healthcare decisions. Is based on <laughs> you know, I'm very holy. Contextual so verses, yeah. I can quote um, the Bible. But yeah, so I was sick for about a week and not just just kind of laying low. So I, you know, I did some good corn streaming for real. real like the actual corn just, stream. Uh, You're in yeah. actual quarantine. <laughs> Hit up a lot of the classics. Uh, like whenever I'm sick, I want to watch Princess Bride. So I watched Princess Bride. Return of the King. I didn't watch all of the Lord of the Rings. I thought you were going to say Princess Diaries. <laughs> Princess Diaries. Also, I saw some I memes. Watch, I want to watch Princess Diaries. <laughs> well, Princess Bride, is, the kid is sick during exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. So that's a perfect... Oh, that's a perfect yep. Makes sense. Sick kid movie. It's a sick kid movie. <laughs> 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 yeah, like Christmas movies. Like, this is a sick kid movie. Uh, but yeah, so I watched... Uh, that went right to the Return of the King. Didn't watch the other Lord okay, of the Rings. Just so I was like, really? I want to see the victory. I right to the, the meat. Interesting. Yeah. I felt like I was Aragorn running into the battle, and then yeah, I just, your white blood cells. Today is not that day. <laughs> yeah, so uh, and fear strikes the very heart of me. 
Surprisingly high voice on Aragorn. Yeah, yeah true. good take. Yeah, they should have just like dubbed it a little bit lower. Always well, bothered me. And and Viggo Mortensen doesn't really have that high of a voice normally. Did he? I think he does. I think that's does he? why why mm. Aragorn had a high really voice. Because he's played by Viggo Mortensen. Oh, okay. He kind of talks whispery too. Like he should be a little bit more yeah. powerful. Kind of like Rudy in the. He's like, yeah. yeah, Rudy's like when he's, yeah. The co-op. <laughs> the co-op. Days. That's how you know he's like a soft-spoken, he's going to be a soft-spoken good king, though. Yeah, true. Yes, that's true. He'll give up power. Should we just talk about Lord of the Rings right now? <laughs> just break <laughs> down. This, this is actually a Lord, Lord, of Lord of the Rings podcast. We haven't done a Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah but, you know, up till then, till, so that was my quarantine, and now I'm with the boys. With the boys. And we took a hike today. Yeah. It was healthy. I, my, I was able to blame being out of shape on yeah. COVID lungs. <laughs> Your VO max. Nothing and perfect. Yeah. Oh, it's just my lungs. They're scarred. Yeah. I've scarred COVID lungs. Peak God. fall. We peak did, fall. Yeah, we did peak fall. Foliage was great. So that was me. What about you guys? Jonathan? Um, TV-wise, just finished Made. Oh. Incredible story. Mm. Well, Very well done. It's on Netflix. About um, the rich, right? Um, it's about <laughs> people's struggles with uh, dealing with different government services and how to kind oh, of... I thought you guys said it was about, about the rich. I don't know about I the show. You said it was about the rich. He's never even seen it. That's funny. We're watching... We're, uh, we're perusing Netflix earlier. Sean says, oh, did you see Made? It's good. And Rudy's like, what is it about? And I was I was just like making it up. I was like, oh, it's about the rich. And now Rudy just and quoted Rudy just accepts my, that. Yeah. And just accepted what I said. No, so it was now really I know. well done. I can Demet- say whatever I want. Violence. And uh, Rudy will... I can't uh, believe anything you say. And Rudy will just regurgitate it. Yeah. So the Maid was good then. Maid was good. Started getting into Formula One. Oh, that show's so good. Drive so to, good. What is it? Drive to Survive? Yeah. Such a That's show. a great show. You can just binge it all. Mm-hmm. Survive binge to drive. It. Yeah, Squid Game. We haven't been back since Squid Game yeah. took over the world. Yeah, should we talk about? Do you see Squid I didn't Game? See any of Squid I watched. Squid I feel like Game. I've seen enough I of the memes Squid though Game. to know the gist. Like I already did the cracker and everything. Where you like, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the song. No, the Squid Game was intense. Was it good though? Like, because everyone was... watched it. Yes, I watched. Usually, it. stuff that everyone watches. Is not I good. thought it was incredible. There was one episode <laughs> where. Um, they had American actors, I think. And, oh, yeah, little dub and they, that, right? Yeah, and they. Well, I didn't watch the dub version. No, I they watched spoke the subtitles. But there's these white people in this VIP section, and their lines were terrible. Like it's like they had a different writer or something oh, that episode. Interesting. So you can just skip that episode. Well, because the writer was Korean, Korean, and so he's writing American lines for American lines. It'd be yeah. like me writing lines for. A Korean just, character. Using like a dictionary. Yeah, like I, a yeah I don't dictionary. know. Yeah, exactly. Just wouldn't hit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They would not be slappers. You weren't that into it though, Elijah. Oh, that was fine. It's like whatever. Just like mass. It's like, sort of just like Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, it's like Hunger Games. But with Koreans. On like a bigger <laughs> level though. Yeah. I didn't like Hunger Games either, so it's not, nothing against Korea. It wasn't the Korean people that were the problem. It was the, <laughs> the, the, the Korean old, people were the great. Concept, yeah. All the, the killing. Plot. What yeah, did you do? What have you been up to? Besides watching yeah. TV, it's all Sean's been doing. Just yeah, just, just watching TV in preparation. TV. Just living life, you know. College football's back. My fantasy teams are doing okay. Things are things are things are up. Your fantasy teams are always doing okay. Yeah, that's why my team's name is Don't Let Sean Win. I don't care if I lose, <laughs> even though you beat me last week. Just don't want him to win. <laughs> Anything yeah. but that. Picking up the waiver wire picks. We've now entered into fall, which is prime. Prime fall, time. fall has fallen. Yeah, fall has fallen. What about you? I've oh, just you been doing copious amounts of drugs. 
nice. nice to overcome my depression from not doing loose concepts episodes. Good, good. As yeah. I as well, everyone what are you knows, into? I just live for LC episodes. <laughs> LC. You know. Motion picture wise? Motion picture wise, yeah. Let's get into that. What have I seen recently? What did I watch? Oh, I've I went on a little bit of a Michael Mann kick. Really? I watched the uh, Miami Vice movie that he did with Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx. Oh. Good. I watched Heat with Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. That's a commitment. That's Bro. like a three. I watched, movie. Police test? I watched Collateral with Tom Cruise <laughs> wow. and Jamie Foxx. I was just on a Michael Mann kick. Wow. Dang. All good. Those all, all good movies. movies. No. Collateral is like not. a Hitman, Hitman movie. Yeah. That's any so any top twenties in there? Heat is very good. I really Heat. like Heat a lot. Yeah. Do you find Heat's that such like, a commitment? Do you find that like after watching all those, you're like, okay, I don't want to watch another like cop movie for a long time because I feel like it's the type of thing like if I, if I watch one genre for a long time, like or like you kind of get back stuck back, in it. Like, yeah. It's like, oh man, I'm sick of this. No. I always think it's funny when they have two movies come out with the same type of plot. Like they had that ever those two Everest movies. Mm. Yeah, they, <laughs> they just will like pair them. They like yeah. those two magician movies. I remember when... for a while it was Snow White. There were like four Snow White <laughs> yeah, movies Snow that White all came out, but from different yeah. studios. Like yeah. we're all doing Snow White movies now. Yeah. None of them really hit. Either. Yeah, they're all trash. Oh man. Anyway, yeah. yeah, that's what I've been up to. Some oldies but goodies. But anyway, since we've yeah. been back, lots happened. We need to hop on the mic because the. Pretty much the whole of this podcast has been built around the anticipation for two movies. <laughs> two movies. Well, number one is Tenet. Well, no, I guess three, three movies. movies. Okay, Tenet, Bond, and Dune. All and, to see the theater. And both Bond and Dune came out after we stopped doing the podcast. Yes. So we pretty much had a podcast so we could talk about these movies, and then we didn't have the podcast <laughs> when the movies came out. So we're bringing back the podcast to talk Never about back. Back Bond and Dune. So double feature episode. What do you guys want to discuss first? Ooh. I saw no James, time to die. I saw James Bond first, so I'd like to talk about that first. Bond. Just so we can give people a little bit of spoiler warning. <laughs> a um, little bit. What I'm going to do is when I edit this episode, I'll put in a, a voice here, which will say what time stamp you have to fast forward to <laughs> if you haven't seen Bond but want to hear the Dune content. Love it. Love is it going to be your voice? No, I'll probably just find some voice-to-text thing on the computer. Fast forward, too. Please fast forward. Please fast forward, too. So when, so just fast. If you don't want to hear our Bond takes, just fast forward to... 43 minutes and 31 seconds. And that's where you can <laughs> nice. hear the Dune content. Yeah, if we do a double feature, some people have seen Dune, but yeah. haven't seen No Time yeah. to Die. Yeah. And if you haven't seen Dune, but you have seen No Time to Die, James Bond... You can just keep Stop. listening, and we'll let you know we're yeah. gonna switch to talking about Dune. You can log off then. See, this is what this is there why you get your go. MBA. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Think of things like this. <laughs> Think ahead. All right. They're on a different plane. 007, No time to die. James, now your enemy is my enemy. How did that happen? Well, you live long enough. You a double O? Two years. So stay in your lane. What is it? You don't know what this is. Oh my God. Who is he? No Time to Die. Rated PG-13. Tickets now on sale. No Time to Die. James Bond movie. 
released in 2021, two hours and 43 minutes of content. James Bond has left active service. His peace is short-lived when Felix Leiter, an old friend from the CIA, turns up asking for help, leading Bond onto the trail of a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology. Starring Daniel Craig, Anna de Armas, Rami Malek, Leia Seydoux, Lashana Lynch, Ralph Fiennes, Ben Wishaw, Naomi Harris, you know, all the usual suspect, Jeffrey Wright, Christoph Waltz, Sort of the, you know, who's who of Daniel Craig Bonds back in action for this yeah, one. Um, let's kick it off, starting off at the beginning. Very good place to start. Best place to start. The Billie Eilish theme song. Rudy, you got takes? Yeah, I, you know, hearing that it was Billie Eilish, I was kind of like, I'm out. <laughs> Not a big Billie Eilish fan. Ooh, but I thought it was take. like, it was very good. It was like class, like right in line with all the other Bond yeah. songs. Seamless right and wasn't like oh this is very like poppy. I, they just pick whoever's the fam- most famous like singer at the yeah. time to do the song. It's not very inspired. It wasn't very inspired. Taken. No. It was basically just Billie Eilish doing an Adele impression. Exactly. That's what it sounded like. Yes. Ooh. Which is which is yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also boring. I did have to look it up in the theater because I was like, did Adele do this? And then yeah. I saw. I was like, oh yeah, Billie Eilish did it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Oh, that's standard though, Elijah. Like, I don't want you to just do the what I want something new. I want yeah. something fresh. Shock me. Shock me. Yeah. <laughs> Give me something that has Amaze the chance me. to be really bad, but might be really good. Yeah. You know? Um, the last movie that came out, same they did the same thing. They, they did Sam Smith, I think, for Spectre. Yeah. He yeah. Did the theme song. Sam Smith. No, fine. No. It was fine, whatever. Sam Smith does his Sam Smith thing. Um <laughs> but before they went to Sam Smith, they got in touch with Radiohead and asked Radiohead to do a Spectre really? song. Really? Now, me being a typical 28-year-old male, I like Radiohead, so <laughs> yeah. I'm going to think the Radiohead like version Apple. Yeah. is way more way more interesting. But with that being said, the Radiohead version of Spec- the Spectre song, way more interesting. Really? They should have rolled oh, with it. Oh, so they released it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can find it on YouTube. It's not like it leaks somewhere, okay. basically, or something. Yeah. But look Through at the leak machine. Yeah. Look okay. it up. It sounds sick. Can't wait till. Yeah. But that's what they should have done with this movie. You know, go out with a. I guess I, they maybe they wanted to keep it traditional or whatever. But they should have gone out with a bang and tried something different. What other artists would it have been a new up and coming artist that you would have preferred? Uh, I would have recommended Pitbull, Mister Worldwide, <laughs> yeah. Mister Worldwide, Jeremy Renner, maybe Jason Derulo, <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> Renner, <laughs> Jeremy Renner. As the they song. could have just taken Heaven Don't Have a Jason Name Derulo. by Jeremy Renner and Jason had Derulo. that be the theme song. Bring back T Pain. Yeah. Something creative. Young Thug. Something they we're not young expecting. Thug, yeah, <laughs> Young Thug. A young Thug, James Bond. That would have been sweet. Yeah. But Harry Styles. Dig into the past. Michael McDonald is very available right now. Yeah. He just got done with touring. Yeah, he's off tour. He's ready. Speaking of which, I just saw Michael McDonald the other night. Perfection. One of the best experiences of my life. Wow. The Doobie Brothers. As a detour. Anyway, um, let's talk about the actual motion picture now. James Bond, overall thoughts, Sean? I thought it was a really good ending to the series that I feel like we all grew up as this is sort of our Bond era. It's my Bond. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, we grew up watching Casino Royale. Skyfall was my favorite of these. Yeah. And then it just was a nice conclusion. Um of Daniel Craig's version of Bond. Mm. It was a lot of anticipation, uh, but I feel like it lived mm. up to the anticipation. Did you guys... Well, we're going spoilers, right? Obviously. Full yeah, spoilers. Yeah, full spoiler, the loose concept way. That's what we do. <laughs> did you know that he was going to die at the end before you went into this movie? I did not. Uh, I watched it the first weekend. No. I don't think it leaked. No, yet. I did not. 
I did. No, I did not. I really? did because I was talking to my wife, Ashley, and she was saying that, yeah, I was counseling with this kid today, and it was really funny. He's like, I didn't really like the James Bond movie because he dies in the end. I was like, wow! No! No! Why did you tell me? <laughs> no, don't, don't talk about no, your work. No, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, my thoughts were, I kind of agree with Sean. I think this was like third best James Bond movie. I think Skyfall was my favorite. Third Casino best Daniel Royale. Craig James Bond? Correct, yeah, on my bad. Third Craig. best Daniel Craig yeah. James Bond. I do kind of feel like, you know, was this his fifth movie in yeah. the franchise? Could have ended with four. I feel like they could have wrapped it up a little bit earlier and didn't. Well, my take this. is you could do. I agree with that. Okay. Four four movies for sure. This one you didn't need Spectre. Spectre was like oh, okay. yeah. a nothing burger. I kind of feel like Spectre it was just was like sort of like dude, yeah. That's interesting you say that because Spectre is like completely wiped out in this movie. Like it is irrelevant in this movie. Well, you no, because they talked to Christoph Waltz's character. That, yeah, but like, only to kill him. In. Yeah, to kill all of the Spectre guys are killed. Yeah. They're not at all relevant, and then yeah. he's killed. Like you really don't. You really actually so don't, you don't need Spectre. Spectre. Well, you know, how you yeah. have like those filler episodes and like TV shows mm-hmm. where it's just like no, there's no plot development. I feel like Spectre was that for the franchise. They were yeah, like, James we want to do five, but we just need a filler one. I guess. But James Bond movies are so rare. It's like, you don't want to waste one? You know, yeah. Well, I'm just play. saying that's what it seemed like from the plot. I mean, there wasn't yeah. a whole lot that happened. Yeah. It um, just seemed like they were trying to capitalize on the success of Skyfall and were like, oh, Sam Mendes made a good Bond movie. Let's, let's do, do it another one. Yeah. Mm. Bring it back. Yeah. But I think it was overall a good movie. I think it was too long, I think. Okay. And I just felt like, to me, like, honestly, you know, I haven't seen all of, like, I, I think I've seen every version of bond i haven't seen so like for instance i've seen all the bonds but i haven't seen all the pierce brosnan's yeah i think i've seen all the sean connery's but daniel craig is like right up there with one of my favorites he's oh, just he's the best one so if anybody solid. tries to tell you a different bond is the best bond they're just connery lying. they're pretending really <laughs> really great he's you can't the daniel craig's sean better, connery. better than sean connery Dude. no yes that's my hot take i like that i kind of agree with that man you're really? lying to yourself. Like, have you seen the Sean? Have you seen a Sean Connery? There's one where he like pretends to be an Asian man. Oh. <laughs> See, I, was, I don't think I've seen. I don't think I've like, seen they're that bad. One. They're not good. Okay. Yeah. You can pretend all you want that they're good, but he's just like. Well, I probably. Oh, they, they, they used Sean to show Connery them on there. TV, and, and like, I think I. They, there's so many of them. I feel like there's probably. The you know the high quality is probably concentrated in the top like three of Sean Connerys, and that's probably. The ones that I repeatedly see, Maybe. whereas Craig was just hitting yeah. his shot. The They're whole, just not as good. The whole series. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm, you know, very generally very positive. Had some critiques, but what about you? My breakdown of the Bond, I liked it. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. The first hour of this James Bond movie, I thought was like the best Bond. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. It just felt so Cuba. like quintessential classic. He's traveling all over the place. Yeah. He looks Jet sick. Setting. He's like. He's sort of doing the Daniel Craig somber thing, but at the same time, he's cracking jokes. It's a little more lighthearted. Yeah, it was more, he's vibing. He had more sense of humor. He's on an island. He's on that dope island. Just he's like an chilling. island boy. He's like in that club with a <laughs> island boy. <laughs> no, he's in that club with a, a Jeffrey Wright, Felix Leiter. Yeah, and he's just like, I don't want to do that mission. Heck yeah, no! He but like let's party. Them. And yeah. he's like, Yeah, that's great. That whole first hour. Yeah phenomenal true. like yeah. perfection that was my best part like that chase scene too yeah. in italy yeah that whole like oh just crazy cool. yeah that whole the anna, anna de armas segment in cuba where he's Amazing. paired up with her great chemistry with her like yes. the whole thing they had going on was really good yeah she knocked it out of the park yeah, yeah. she was really great um the whole like thing with the the 
plot with the drugs only killing certain people you think it's gonna yeah, kill him but then true. it kills and it's oh, like man. sort of throws you off like the whole first hour perfect perfection yeah the middle hour drags i thought it just got real slow in the middle yeah they're in a lot of just rooms up until that like car that screen that fight scene in the forest um yeah that was a cool scene where he's like trying to get his family out and then the last the last one i kind of hated that they killed james bond but at the same time it's like i understand why like you felt you had to do it i feel like you could have ended it just as well with him escaping and he goes off and he has a family and like we never actually saw him die i mean (laughs) yeah true you didn't see it on screen (laughs) he had his uh wristwatch shield he just like put up and force field around him complete bombs and then he can't yeah. touch his Use family some dune technology oh maybe. that's right i forgot about that loophole that really sucked but overall i think this was like the most like beautiful looking one the way it yeah, was shot it the was. cinematography and everything yeah. um just like the way it looked Wide that panoramic and that middle scene where he's like i think like most of the it seemed like every other scene in the movie was shot at like golden hour so everything's like sort of yeah. orange and the sun is setting it's like mm, perfect it lighting gorgeous. it was very good great vibes um for that angle and then yeah I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Sit here and lie and pretend like I didn't cry at the end when he died. I mm. shed a tear. See, well, it just oh, felt like an end of an I era of my me. life. Yeah, and I would have cried, but I heard that. But you're cold and soulless. No, dude. I listened to another <laughs> podcast. I listened to a podcast where this guy was talking about it, and he's like, "I cried during it." So I was like working myself. You're trying up, to, uh, yeah. And I was so I was like, "Oh, I already knew that he's gonna yeah. die." Oh, I wanted to cry. Yeah, the tear <laughs> shed <laughs> when I really wanted to. I wanted cry. to feel something. <laughs> Because I love, yeah. When Madeline so Swan says he d- she does have your eyes. Oh. Going to James Bond just to feel something again. Yeah. That little girl was so cute. Yeah. She was very precious. But why did she well, speak, speak French? Where were, where were they? Because Leia Seydoux's character is French. Yeah. Was she Madeline Swan. Swan. Madeline Swan was French. Yeah. yeah. Were they, that cabin was in France? Uh, I don't know. I think where that it was, was in Norway. It looked like Norway. It looked like Norway. Denmark. That was a dope cabin. Finland. It's one of that those ones that cabin. sort of dangle down in the yeah. ocean. <laughs> yeah. The fjords. Yeah. It's like reverse Michigan or whatever. It's like an upside down. It's like a floppy. It's like a floppy mitten. <laughs> Michigan's the up, one mitten upside Iron, down. Iron mitten. Denmark. Norway. Norway the reverse Sweden Michigan. Sweden or whatever. <laughs> the the flop, flopped over mitten. That's probably why a lot of Nor- Scandinavians settled in like the Midwest or Michigan. They maybe. felt it. They're like, mittens. oh, another mitten. We feel like living in a yeah. mitten. Let's go. <laughs> Makes sense. Checks out. So, yeah, that was my uh, that was my overall my overall takes. Mm, yeah, critiques. It was good. I loved all the new cars, mm. all those new Range Rovers. Mm, yeah, but the they, new Aston Martin. I was so disappointed because they showed that new Aston Martin and they kind of like foreshadowed, but they he never got in it. Yeah, true. That's I don't know. One? The first Aston Martin scene with the machine guns. That was yeah. so sick. Sweet. That, that was, was so good. sick. And like where they're, they're shooting, shooting, they're shooting the glass. Yeah. And yeah. Just like just sitting there paralyzed. So sweet. And he oh, just man. knows the right time. To... That was that was a part point in the movie where I was like, oh, like I think I verbally yeah. said like that's sick. Like, yeah. Because he just starts doing the burnout and just. Like, you know, a movie's good when like the stuff they show in the trailer that you know is coming. Still, when you get in the theater, yeah, still makes exactly. you go, "This is awesome!" Yeah. Like that whole that, that motor that motor jump yeah. motorbike jump scene where he like drives it up stairs. those stairs or whatever. So that was, in the theater, awe. I was just like, I knew it was coming. I knew exactly what was gonna yeah. happen, but it was it's still like, freaking awesome. Yeah. Did so it make sick. you dream of Italy, Rudy? Oh yeah, because it's what it all is. It's yeah. what it's all about. The sheep were kind of weird. All the sheep in the town. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but ah, uh, oh, dude, such a great little fun great fact. That during that car chase scene in Italy, to the streets were too slippery. So what they did is they poured soda, Coca Cola, 
on the streets and let to it dry it to get sticky, sticky. No so they could way. do the stunts oh, better. Wow. wow. Trivia. Trivia. Fun facts. Love it. Coca-Cola or Pepsi? I don't know. Cola. <laughs> RC Cola. RC Cola. RC Sprouls. Yeah, that whole it was it was high paced. That was the traditional like bond. Yeah. Entrance. He looks good. It. He's got that like suit, that khaki suit thing going on. It was good. I I really enjoyed, like you said, him traveling throughout the world because I feel like that's a traditional Bond movie. Um, I really enjoyed his connection to kind of saying goodbye to um, Felix and Jeffrey Wright because you kind of are like, yeah, he was this, you know, he started in Casino Royale. You're not going to pretend I didn't cry over that scene. Mm, Yeah, and it was just like. That was sad. And I think it prepared us a little bit for losing yeah. James Bond at the end. <laughs> Here's a little shot to the heart. We're going to give you the big yeah, one later. Like, oh, yeah, Felix is gone. Wow. And then you work to, to, to the end, and I don't know. I, I, I agree with Rudy. I think that he might still be alive. <laughs> Holding out hope. I love it. Maybe he's going to pull, he's gonna pull the Sean Connery and come back for one, like after they go get a different Bond and it bombs, and they'll be like, oh, we're actually bringing Daniel Craig back for one more. Did you guys? I feel like I, I don't know if I was just in my head, but it seemed like he was much older. He seemed much older in this movie than he yeah. did. Yeah. Like, yeah. Spectre or even. Which is know. interesting because I think Spectre was pretty much all about. No, isn't. I think Skyfall, Skyfall is all about. Like, he's like too old. Too old. Yeah. Like they the kill him. Yeah. Kill him and he like. Yeah. Fake dies, yeah, yeah. He gets shot. And that wasn't really a factor in this one that he's like in rough shape. It was just yeah. sort of like he's retired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the new 007? Well, I love how we said I love how you said critiques, then we didn't talk about things. We just kept on talking about things. Critiques? That was really great. That's a, that's a good movie. Do though. you have critiques? Um my critique was the slow, slow middle section. You could have cut out Christoph Waltz, didn't need to be in it really, like it's fine. Like he's per- he's a good actor and he's hamming yeah. it up, so it's like fun to have him back. But didn't really need to be like just the whole yeah. middle. Um, it kind of sucked that like Bond basically dies because Ralph Fiennes character M is he's just an idiot. Like he's yeah. a, he's a moron. Like yeah, I don't I didn't like that. Like he didn't he, have good strategy. Did but at the same time, it's a good message of like federal government is garbage. There we and go. we shouldn't there trust we the federal government to do anything <laughs> the because queen. the bureaucracy is the totally queen. inept. God save the queen. No, I think, uh, well, first of all, like, did Ralph Fiennes, was he, he became M, I guess, after Skyfall? Yeah, at the end of Skyfall, after Judy Dench And then in Spectre, was he, like, was he showing these signs of being a bad guy? Because he was kind of a bad guy in this movie. He was the actual bad guy. He really, The government. Really, the real bad guy. Total mismanagement. A true life lesson. here we go. The real Real bad guy is the government. I'm with the government. I'm here to help. I Um, feel like, um, I was going to say, I wanted them to use Anna Diarmas's character more. Mm. Like I wanted her oh, to come yeah. back into that middle part because it was you were kind of like okay she's introduced, mm-hmm. and this middle part was just them kind of like trying to track down stuff and they were in a lot of just rooms looking at screens trying to figure out like where what how does this new weapon work and it would I don't know I you think you could have brought her back yeah, yeah. you could have brought her back I don't know I thought she was good she just like came off the bench put up you know scored fifteen. No rebounds, no assists, and then just left. That's Good great. Six man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my critique was that you know this whole the whole sad plot, in addition to like the death of James Bond, Daniel Craig, was like this whole relationship with this woman, 
and yeah. it's because of the daughter or whatever. But I just feel like there's no meat there to the relationship. This James Bond is the guy who's just a solo wolf, and like he's always got these women. Yeah. And even in the beginning of the movie, you have him visiting the grave of the woman who he really loved. Uh, uh, what yeah. was her name? Vesper. Vesper. Vesper from back in, uh, I think it's Casino Eva, Royale. Eva Green. It's character. Eva Green, yeah. And uh, he, that's the one he really loved. That was the, the, like his first, I think. And then you got this Eva, woman who's kind dead. of like, he's like, just drop at the drop of a hat. Never wants to see again. And then they're trying to make this big thing like, oh, it's his family. It's his family. It's like, eh, it's kind of his family. I don't think he dropped her at the the drop of a hat. Like he was really bummed out when he found it, when he thought that she was the one that betrayed him. But she was like, he was, I think he was kind of ready to like push her out of the car when all those guys are surrounding her. Like, you know, and like she's there. Yeah, because he thought she betrayed him. He thought she was a double agent. But in Casino Royale, Vesper betrays him like way worse, actually betrays him. And he was like still trying to save yeah. her life and like yeah, lo- he loved her so much more. Maybe that was because of the first time that happened to him and now he's now just he's like jaded. prepared. Maybe. Yeah. It is sort know. of weird in the sense that they all, they tr- this seemed like the first set of Bond movies where they tried to do franchise and like make a continuous, mm-hmm. s- consistent story through all of them. And it like, it's okay, but at the same time, you don't really need it. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just James Bond. So it's sort of like, but I, I guess you needed to give it the emotional gravitas. But that really, I, the emotional gravitas really comes from it just being the, the last Daniel Craig one. So it could have True. had it anyway. Well, it's just talk myself out of my own. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right. Because what I think is interesting is they're trying to bring the thread from, you know, I think he met her in Skyfall, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're trying to bring the thread from Skyfall with this relationship. But then they have this big thread of Spectre underneath. You know, yeah. underlying all of the Bond movies, like Spectre's in the background. Yeah, this And then the first, like, they kill all of the bad Spectre guys right away. Yeah. And then Christoph yeah. Waltz dies. So there's no Spectre running the show. Like, why couldn't they have tied that into it a little bit more? Yeah. There's still more, more Spectre. Yeah. yeah. But wait, there's, a, there's, there's more. a bigger guy. Like, oh, no, this is the big guy. Remy Malik gets character. us into Remy Malik. Finally, finally, finally playing a bad guy like he should. He should only play bad guys. <laughs> finally playing when he does a good job. He's what a creepy, bad, creepy, weird, bad dude. Creepy, weird, bad dude. He was kind of like, why well, was he Japanese? I think he was just inspired by the culture, man. <laughs> he was like a. Was he Japanese? He's like a Jeremy Jam from Parks and Rec. The bad guy <laughs> in this movie is just cultural appropriation. Yeah. <laughs> he the like real bad guy is the cultural name. appropriation we made along the way. Yeah. Safin or Safin. Safin. Yeah. Set, like, kind of sounds like Satan. The real bad guy um, is Satan. And he yeah, he was strange. Weird, he had such a, and like his whole thing about like killing her, like it wasn't to get revenge because he could have just killed her. Yeah. Before. And like that was, it was a little murky. Was he trying to enact genocide against particular people? Yeah. Or he didn't really get, mission? he didn't really yeah, get his, his motivation. It was very like confusing because it seemed like he was really just angry at her. The one girl. But then actually it's like, but actually, the whole world, I kind of want to kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> what? That doesn't really make I sense. I think it, maybe it was just the power of like, I can have this super weapon that can take on anybody that I want. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so straight. He was so creepy. Like, he grabbed that hair from her in her office before. He's like, in her office oh, before that's how he made she comes in. Yeah. And he's, he like has this hair and yeah. he like puts it in this box. And it's the just move like, would have been to have. Christoph Waltz's Blofeld escape whatever happened at the end of Spectre and have him come back and be like the over overarching bad guy. Yeah, he was a Bond super good. He's a creep. Talk about a creepy guy who should only play bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, Christoph Waltz. I was reading this review by this 
idiot in the New Yorker, this guy who writes for the New Yorker, I forget what his name is, Richard Blake or something, but he's like their movie critic. And this guy had the worst takes. He's like, the problem with this James Bond movie is they don't go into the backstories of the other characters all. It's like, who cares? It's literally a James Bond movie. Like, I don't care who else. Like, I don't care what. I want to know more about James Bond. Freaking Ben Wishaw's Q character's yeah. backstory is. Yeah, who cares? Money Penny. That's or, what was yeah. great about Skyfall is that you get into like his family yeah. a little bit and you hear like his, his backstory. Yeah. yeah, that's such a dumb take. It was yeah. good. Oh, but wait, this guy has even. We'll get it when we get into Dune. We'll get into takes. his bad Dune takes. <laughs> okay, but yeah, new loose concept, public enemy number one. Yeah, <laughs> my new, new my new nemesis, this idiot movie critic. Um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, one thing that was interesting was there was a lot of backlash on the people on on the certain side of the political spectrum in regards to having a female 007. Let's talk about it. And there are all these people like James Bond. He's woke now like, oh, we got to have a... but it like I thought the way it's they It's very tasteful. I th- yeah, I thought the way it integrated really good. So great. Great chemistry with Daniel Craig. I thought she was a great part of the yeah. movie. Um, Hilarious like bit with yeah. like, them going through the the uh, MI6 and like yeah. Yeah. 007 and they're both yeah. say hi. Like, yeah. Yeah. A little yeah. banter between yeah. them where she's like keeps calling him all like great. It was great. She's yeah, a great character. Really she was she hit it out of the park. Do I think they should make a like a movie of just her? Like I don't know if she can carry it. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know like what you do there, but that alone, that aspect of it that all these people were stressing out over. Yeah. Like all things in life ends up being not that really. I honestly forgot it because they had delayed it so much, the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it was like, oh yeah, yeah. she is yeah. 007 in Which this. is probably good. It let the yeah. let the movie breathe a little and bit. And I liked how she gave it up and she it was said. A little corny, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know, I know it was like, it was nice. Yeah, they could have done it you a little You know what? He should have his number back and then they don't, you don't call him 007 for the rest of the movies. So it's <laughs> yeah. just like, who cares? Like, it's just a number. Stupid. But, I don't know. Six sunglasses. Oh, yeah. True. Those were sick. I love a good pair of shades in a movie. Yeah, did James have any good sunglasses? I don't know. That Probably. forest scene, I keep I do always like come back to think about that forest scene. Yeah. Great scene where he lets the car fall on the guy. Uh-huh. Very Mad Max esque. And then he it's takes great. the the um winch and like ties it around a yeah. tree and gets yeah. the motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. Forest of Endor vibes too, right? Kind of like a little yeah, true. Yeah. He had that like tan jacket on, a little yeah. bit of Han Solo yeah. in yeah. Endor. Good yeah, that was good. That. that was Star a good Wars scene. Star Wars <laughs> hands when you come in with the Star Wars thing. Well, and then it was really funny because um, at, at the beginning, you know, you're 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 seeing him go over that crazy road, and yeah. then you just see the cars come back, and then he oh. he's in this old Toyota, and he's just outpacing all of these Range Rovers, like yeah. superchargers, yeah, a little ridiculous um, helicopter. But I just love how he kept taking all of them out in this older car, and then um, I did think though that. Um, It was a little strange because, you know, the first half of the movie, you don't even know this, um, you know, Safin or Safin character. And it almost, like you said, they almost should have got rid of Spectre and the movie Spectre and not brought him into this world. Mm -hmm. Because then you have competing forces in this. I mean, it's a long movie, two two hours and 43 minutes. But 
halfway through it kind of switches to this guy now you have to find out his intentions yeah, yeah which we got murky like, yeah you have you no idea what his the deal backstory was. it made sense that he hated wanted to kill the girl because her father killed her family like whatever that makes sense but in terms of why he wanted the entire world yeah to like die like i say the best bad guys the bad guys are like ah, does he have a point he might have a point yeah this guy didn't have any point it was just uh-huh. Idiot. Well, and then it was strange at the end when he just gives up the girl. Like, yeah, she was a big bargaining chip, which I'm glad. Um, James yeah, he just like, daughter. yeah, he just drops yeah, her. He's like, like, all right, you can figure it out. Because she bit him, dude. If she's a little girl, I guess he like, knew he had that like vial of stuff as his yeah. like backup plan. Great lair, though. That felt like a very classic Crazy Bond cool lair. villain lair with like, yeah, with the in the volcano and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing I hated the Russian doctor. Very like, oh yeah, that was like oh, really that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up! You're like yeah. really annoying. Before we move on though, definitive Bond, Daniel Craig Bond ranking. Ooh, how are you ranking him? One or two, baby. One or two. I think you. I think you're right. I think he's the best. No, I'm saying of all the oh, five, oh, of oh, the five, oh, rank sorry. the five, rank the five Daniel Craig Bonds. Got it. Top five. You go for sure. Skyfall, mm-hmm. Casino Royale, mm-hmm. No Time to Die, mm-hmm. Quantum, mm-hmm. and Spectre. Okay. That's my list, except I would think Spectre was second last. Quantum yeah. Sauce was third last. I think it's a toss-up. But yeah. Those those three were the, clearly the yeah. best. I go almost. I go Casino Royale in the best. Mm-hmm. Quantum is still the second best. Ooh. This one, third best, Skyfall, fourth best, Skyfall Spectre, fourth. fifth best. Wow. Skyfall is overrated, I think. It's very good, but in terms of mm. Daniel Craig's bonds, they're all good. I like them all. He's so good. Yeah. He's the best. Skyfall just seems like it's two movies in one, though. You got the whole thing going on with the Javier Bardem weird island thing. That's true. And you got the whole mansion scene. Like They got some yeah. big scenes, big sections of that movie. I just like Quantum of Souls, how like choppy it is and how it's just like... Here we're giving you full. It's just like it's, it's just like, like the purest action. It's like a right? shot of yeah. Bond. It's like boom. Here's James Bond. There it yeah. is. You had it for an hour and a half. Boom. It's just all James Bond. Bond. Do have, Bond, you, have, Bond. Do you have different hair in that movie. Underrated. Uh, His hair was slightly longer. Could be. But there was <laughs> the interesting thing about this movie, and Levi brought it up, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it until Levi brought it up to me the other day. He said, "Watching No Time to Die." He now has started confusing James Bond in this with Daniel Craig's character in Knives Out, Benoit Blanc, and he started just seeing Daniel Craig's Knives Out character <laughs> in James Bond. <laughs> that's funny. And he like couldn't take it quite yeah, as seriously, which was a factor, I think, for me a little mm. bit. But he talked too much. I think he talked too much. Disagree. Hard in disagree. this movie. Yeah, I, the James Bond, Daniel Craig, James Bond is great at being very quiet. Yeah. Doesn't say much. Every everything that he says is like a nice little zinger. And he said a lot of zingers in this movie, but I feel like there was too much like I liked I liked that he talked and, more. Uh, it's like he's getting older, he's loosening up, he doesn't care as much anymore, he's not trying to be cool. It's like maybe he's like not just, professional anymore. Yeah. He doesn't have to worry about what he's saying. Yeah. He's coming out of retirement. Yeah. Know. He's chatty. Yeah. A little too chatty. He's got st- he's got takes, man. It's like that well, waiter that just keeps coming to your table and just chatting for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's happy to have people to talk to. He's like, oh people are my friends. That was quarantine. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Um, Who do you think the next Bond will be? 
Well, that's the question. You have a good take with the Bridgerton guy. Yeah, if I had to put, if I was putting a lot of money down, I think it's the Bridgerton guy. All the signs are there. He's British. Um, he's got that factor going for him. Um, I think he's got. He's super handsome, good looking dude. But I think he's also not overexposed. And that's the thing I think a lot of people don't take into account. They always like bring up these actors that are pretty exposed already. And you look at Daniel Craig, you look at Pierce Brosnan. I mean, even going back to Sean Connery, it's mm-hmm. these guys that aren't sort of, they still don't have quite a, like a solidified public identity. Yeah. And they can just be like, Daniel Craig is now Bond. Like he was really just yeah, sort of he a, can't a guy. Be tied to another franchise. Yeah, yeah, and so that's kind of why I think the Bridgerton guy would factor in because he's up and coming. He's up and coming, and I think he's just like he doesn't he doesn't have a strong identity yet, and he yeah, can really people have only seen him in that be Bond in movies and out of movies. I I thought of um, George McKay from 1917. Uh, yeah, they've heard people bring that. He's Australian though. I think, isn't I he? I don't know. He's not handsome enough either, is he? He's unusual looking. A lot of people said Daniel Craig wasn't handsome oh, enough. Oh, come though. on, bro. A lot of people said it. What are those people? Those people don't know anything. I remember a big thing at the time was that he was blonde, and that like, yeah, worked a that lot of people true. up. Oh. It's just like dumb, the Such stupid dumb stuff thing. people get hung up on. Well, I think enough. this guy, he, like you said, he has the sort of ambiguous past. Like he isn't, he's yeah. in 1917. He's up even, and coming. Yeah, he's up and coming. Um, isn't really in like a Marvel franchise or DC yeah. comics like a lot of these other people like Idris Elba, Tom Hardy are a lot of the leading yeah. people that everyone thinks um uh Michael Fassbender in the X-Men series. What about Charlie Henry Cavill? Charlie Hunnam. I love Charlie Hunnam. Uh, if I was if I was doing it myself, I probably would pick Charlie Hunnam. I think he's great. He's one of my faves, but a little old a little old. I think he'd be good at bringing back like more of a quippy, like funnier Bond. Yeah, he's 1980s. What is that? He's 41. Henry yeah. Golding. Do you know who Henry Golding is? I like Henry Crazy Golding. I think he he'd be good. That movie. He was also in uh, Snake Eyes, yeah. GI Joe spinoff that just well, came yeah, out. Yeah, maybe with Snake Eyes, it, it, he wouldn't be up for it because they're kind of relaunching that series. I don't know. Oh yeah, I was thinking Henry Golding too, and uh, the gentleman. He was really good in that. Yeah, I think he could he could definitely do that. Or it could just be someone out of left field that we just don't even know. Because Daniel Craig before that, he was in a lot of British like indie movies, yeah. but he wasn't anything. Well, there's this guy, Aiden Turner. He's in the show, this BBC show called Poldark. Yeah. He'd be good, I he think. Could, as do you well. watch Poldark? Be, yeah. What? Do you watch Poldark? No, I don't watch Poldark. My mom watches Poldark. But I like the idea of pulling some guy yeah, from a BBC show out. Very, he, looks, he looks cool. I don't really know if he's a good actor or not. Very distinguished of you, Elijah. But he looks cool. Yeah. That could be it. I'm, it's really has... based all about looks. I'm like, does the guy really look cool or not? Sure. And I think all those people we've mentioned look cool. Here's a question. There we go. Do they, is the whole, now, is the whole franchise going to be refreshed? Like, are we losing Q? Are we losing M? That's a good question. You know, is, are all those guys getting Well, they make James aside? Bond, James Bond. I mean, it's like getting rid of the martini. Generally, it all gets reset, though. The first time they carried something over was Judy Dench from the Pierce Brosnan movies as M. So you think they'll? I kind of think they'll, they'll start it all over again. All fresh. Yeah. Reset. I think so too. And how long do we have to wait? I know five years at least, right? Yeah. Five at years at least. Really? You know the whole like Bond recast is going to be just at like a fever pitch though. Yeah. The discussion is just going to be nonsense. I feel like it'll be Here sooner than it. that. It'll be sooner Here than five it. years. I don't think they want to so. make their money. They want to let it breathe. 
It's like a fine wine. <laughs> I mean, they've, they've rebooted Batman. They let it breathe. Spider-Man <laughs> no, you don't multiple let it, times. You let it breathe, but you don't, let, you don't age wine to let it breathe. You, you decant it. You hyper-decant it. Hyper-decant <laughs> it. Throw it in the blender. <laughs> Throw it in the blender. In the Vitamix. Uh, All right. I think we're bonded out. Bond. Good movie. Good movie. Worth yeah. 15 bucks. Overall good movie. Yeah. Got to see it in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, so disclaimer. If, so if you uh if you have have seen Bond but haven't seen Dune yet, turn it off now. If you have haven't seen Bond but you have seen Dune, welcome. 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 Back. Welcome to another episode <laughs> of Loose Concept. My name is Elijah. We're glad you're here. Yeah. No, we're next up we're going to talk about Dune. Duncan, can I trust you with something? Always. I've been having dreams. I thought I saw my death. Dreams make good stories, but everything important happens when we're awake. Dune released in 2021, two hours and 35 minutes long, a little bit shorter than Bond. Yeah. Feature adaption of Frank Herbert's science fiction novel about the son of a noble family entrusted with the protection of the most valuable asset and most vital element in the galaxy. Starring Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, Rebecca Ferguson, Jason Momoa, Stellan Skarsgård, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem, Dave Bautista, Dave Dastmalchian, Charlotte Rampling, whole crowd benjamin clementine uh just a lot of folks and that sharon duncan brewster the list goes on they got that giant worm to play that giant worm the giant worm worm with the butthole mouth to play the giant worm (laughs) with the butthole mouth (laughs) giant worm with the butthole mouth playing starring as shy hulud (laughs) the desert worm there's a guy that's desert worm the desert worm um yeah dune the second most into actually, I've been anticipating this for as long as the podcast has existed, High, even more so than Bond. Um, read the book, saw the movie. It's finally here. Dune. 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 Let's talk initial impressions. Sean went first last time. Rudy, we'll let you go first awesome. this time. Dune. What you? How'd you feel Dune. as a non-book reader? Non-book reader. Non-super big sci-fi guy. Like didn't wasn't aware of Dune until like. Two years ago when right. it, this noise started happening. When I first started raving about yeah. how there's going to um, be This was a spectacular movie. An amazing, big, big movie. Like, not a lot of movies feel, not a lot of movies feel like big movies. Yeah. This was one of them. And it's like, you know, this is, you know, up there with like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. Like, it's going to be, it's going to stick around. Um, this one took a lot of time, like, explaining itself. So there's a lot of like, but I think it actually did it in a pretty good way. You know, it's, I felt like I was keeping up with it and kind of understanding you know as much as i could but however i you know i still wasn't i think there's still a lot more to a lot more to understand and uncover that's the cool thing about movies like this is that you know you got the encyclopedia of like the dune world yeah. and all the different things yeah. you can really dig into but tons of youtube videos tons dune of YouTube explained videos. Yeah. yeah yeah do your research yeah i was talking you guys uh earlier the dudness denny villeneuve 
Yes, directed by Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. I watched like a ton of videos with him to try and figure out how his last name is pronounced. I I think it's like Villeneuve. Villeneuve. I know it's Denis and not Dennis. It's like Villanova, but I think it's just Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Villanova. I watched a 15 minute video about him filming that one scene with the hand in the box. Yeah. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? box? Pain. (laughs) Um, And, but yeah, so totally. Really, really like this movie a lot. Super pumped for the next one. Right on. Look at that. Look at that wrap up. Wrap up ending. Super pumped for this. All right, and we'll be back next week. <laughs> no, just kidding. All John, right. what, did you, what was your your opinions? Yeah, non book reader, but oh uh, yeah, I think going into this movie, you have to be prepared if you haven't seen it, which you wouldn't be listening to this movie <laughs> review yet if you haven't seen it. Yeah, there's gonna be spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. for anyone who listened to who uh, hasn't seen it yet. But is still listening from Bond. Stop listening. Go see Dune. <laughs> this was at the end of it. I was more excited to read the book because they're mm. doing two parts. So you kind of get this really good world building two and a half hours yeah. of seeing the world kind of make it, it making sense a little bit of the language. Because so I started the book. But it was very, it just throws you right into this yeah. world and it's hard to kind of pick up on things. You have to constantly look at the dictionary and see, what does this mean? Is this a person? Is this a collective <laughs> of people? Is this a thing, instrument that they're using? Um, so it made me, I was excited that they're kind of split the movie up into two parts because it's so much material. And now as a non-book reader, you're kind of excited to be like, okay, I have to wait two years for the next part, but I can read the book. Yeah. yeah. And I tried reading the book too, and it was just so over my head. And like, I know there's a glossary in the back with all the terms explained, yeah. but I think that watching the movie will actually give me some more, like, give you a little bit of a foundation, nice which is weird because usually yeah. the books, you want to read the book first. Like, yeah. as a book reader, you tell us what it was. It well, like. yeah. And so I read the book, I guess, three years ago when I first heard they were going to make the movie. I wanted to have the background of the book. Um, I thought, I mean, first of all, we always say it like book to movie adaptions. The book is always better Mm -hmm. than the movie. But in the cases (gasps) where movies end up good, like a Lord of the Rings for some people, or like (laughs) I know people really like the Harry, it's always best when they stick to the book. What does the the source material? Yeah. Yeah. And Denny Villeneuve fat like did that pretty much exactly with this. And it's very, very extremely close to the book. Oh, that's sick. Um, I think, in the, and it paid off. The movie is awesome. It was just, it was everything I wanted it to be. Um, I started reading the book when they were casting these roles. So I sort of had the actors in my head. I was reading the book so I could like okay. sort of had some Visualize of the faces. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I actually listened to the first half of the book because I had an audio book. Um, oh. And then I switched to reading it and I finished it reading. Did um, you prefer the audio book or reading it? Hard copy. I don't, I can't. Whenever I listen to audiobooks, it's like my mind just like drifts. You get distracted for a second. About, yeah, yeah start thinking about yeah. And you're, you're, yeah, next thing you know, a hundred things have happened. Think of a Shiba Inu coin or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Something crazy. I think it would be um, helpful though to listen to this book because the words I, I so often get distracted if I'm reading a book with hard to hard to yeah, you're like, how do you enunciate that? words? Yeah. It's just like uh what I don't even know, like all the different Beth Gesserit or whatever. Benny Jesserit. Benny Jesserit. Beth Gesserit. What is that? Yeah. That ca- that ca- catches me up. Yeah. But yeah, no, I thought thought it was great. Um I like that it's gonna be two movies. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. At least. They apparently they're talking about doing three with breaking into the second book. 
which I have not read, so I'm going to have to go in and read that. But reading the book beforehand, I felt, gave me a better perspective of what's going on so I could follow the story. Um, and uh, I, I was glad I read the book beforehand. So if you haven't, like, but at the same time, you want to see it in a theater. Yes, so yeah. go see it in theater. I would just recommend go see it in theater because it's, yeah. it's, like you're saying, it's massive. massive. The movie is humongous. It feels humongous while you're watching it. Yeah, you right. have to see it in a theater. Um, it's ginormous. It's, but it rules. It's just, it, it just rules. rips. The movie rips. That's all I can say. So many questions like that come up just by watch, like watching it. You know, even by paying close attention. Yeah. Um, and and what's cool is that there's also these questions of like this mystery of, you know, who is this emperor that yeah. they keep talking about? Yeah, they don't all powerful. You know, what is what is like. You don't really have any kind of like container of how big the universe is that they're living in. Yeah. Right? yeah. You have a couple of planets that they're hopping to and from. Right. Um, I thought it was so funny how the Baron like can fly sort of. Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> and he's just this massive. I mean, it's still in Skarsgård. Well, so in the book, that's technically, well, we can, you know, as we go along, we can, I can sort of explain that he's supposed to have these like anti-gravity suspenders, which is how the book refers to them. <laughs> and of course they made a cooler version of that in the movie, but he's so obese he can't walk. Mm. So they they have he has this okay. whole like anti-gravity thing. Well that's when my dad saw the movie and he asked me like, why was that guy up in the ceiling at one point? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it's because he had these, you know, anti-gravity things that he can just sort of fly sort of up fly. there. Um but yeah that's what that was all about. Okay. Would have would have known that from the book. Yeah, um, I I loved all the different technology, um, and I was impressed by it because it seems like um, Frank Herbert came up with this back when he read the book. I don't think it's you know since it was very close to the to the book material, yeah. it's pretty incredible that he thought of all this stuff yeah. back oh in gosh. when the it's crazy. Yeah, that was seventies or eighties was news to me. Is that you know you see the worm, you see the desert planet, yeah. you see. All this stuff is like, oh, this is ripping off Star Wars. Yeah. And then I was yeah. talking to Levi. He's like, no, Star Wars ripped off yeah. all this. Yeah, this yeah. The book is sort of like the Mac Daddy of sci-fi. It's yeah. like sort of the kind of the OG movie or OG book of OG sci-fi content that they yeah, sort the of based a lot of The book was published in 1965. Yeah. yeah. After John Carter of Mars, though, right? He ripped off John Carter of Mars. <laughs> it's all rip off. <laughs> Leo, well, Leo will love to hear that. Shout yeah. out to Leo. It's just for Leo. Um, Shout out to Leo. But yeah, I... It was awesome. I don't know. What do you want to talk about next? About the movie? Uh, I want to talk about the score. What do you guys think about that? Okay. Dude, it was... That score put... Electric. Put, put, put the hairs up on the back of my neck. Goosebumps. Yeah. Dude, goosebumps. That was like, it was like an African type. Like, yeah. yeah. There's like people hype, screaming man. in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Hans Zimmer, right? Uh, I don't know who did it. I think it. it was Hans Zimmer. Probably. Probably. Every part of the movie, the, the casting, like you said, the score, the setting felt so authentic. Um... Even the worm, which you, you know, you 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 saw bits and pieces of it the first like hour and a half, and then you finally see it towards the latter half of the movie. It looked very good, yeah. CGI. Like yeah. it did not look funky. Yeah. Like oh, like they maybe shouldn't have showed it. No, this. yeah. Maybe they should have waited like for the technology to catch up. So and the sand, like the sand shifting scenes, like those were all. Yeah, those were really yeah. cool. really cool. Very cool. What about a uh, Chalamet? so my take was as i was watching the movie my thought on him was i could have gone with someone else but then i was thinking about it's like who else do you get to do do that and he sort of has the market corner on like moody like late teen late teens like actors 
I don't know who else you get to do that. I think, yeah, I think it was a perfect choice. Um, he, again, I think it's like we were talking about with Bond. He doesn't really have a marked role of like, oh, he's this person. Yeah. He hasn't been in any of the superhero movies. Mm. So I feel like this was a good oh, choice dude. because he's known and well-known. Yeah. As just sort of like he an doesn't have that actor, character, but yeah, he doesn't have the one character that he's character. known as. Yeah. So I thought he's a really good actor. Um, has been in a lot of different types of genre movies, character actors. Um, but I thought this was pretty good casting. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was a little bit of a tease with Zendaya. But I mean, it makes sense, I guess, with the book. She's going to be doesn't anymore, get involved. Yeah. yeah, but it was like. You're just waiting for her, for her to come, and then she really only has, like, three lines. Yeah, it was always going to be tough with that because the character doesn't come into the story until literally when right. she comes to the story in the movie. And so if you want to break it up, I guess sneeze or something. No, sorry, just yawning. Uh, if you're going to break it up into two separate movies, she's obviously not going to come until the end of the first movie anyway. Mm -hmm. So I think they did a good job of like integrating her with the dream sequences and like having her in it sort of as much as they could. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, that was, uh, there were quite a few people complaining about that, but what are you going to do? What's with these names? Oh, the names I thought were kind of funny. Duncan, Idaho. I know that's a great name. (laughs) Like some of the names are very, um, some are very strange. And then some of them are like Duncan. Where are we going? It's like a kid, like a, like a, Kid from OC, you know. Well, even funnier <laughs> is the main character is Paul. Paul, yeah, it's Paul. Yeah, Paul, like, Paul. They may as well just like name him I'm Ralph. Paul. <laughs> yeah, it's Ralph. I live on. I'm in. Yeah, his mom's is... name is Jessica. I know. Yeah, weird Lady name. Jessica. But the dad's name is Lado. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back to Chalamet. I feel like I was kind of just like, ah, he's so wimpy and like lame. I think he actually like did it. He like performed really well. Yeah. And I think, can you, can you just think about like the way this changes someone's career though to be in a movie like dune like this is going to catapult catapult this kid i think he's already there though he's already pretty bit of a megastar megastar but i don't know this is which like, is my my main issue is because you i just like associate him with he's just like chalamet like he's you know all the hype are, yeah. is already there but he lives up to it i think yeah i mean he's good he was he was perfectly functional like it's, yeah it was fine it was great can i can i propose something though I know we're not doing we're not we're not in our categories. Tonight. Let's hear it. We're just free flowing, but I had one that I thought of. Now recast. Quick recast. Um I haven't read the book and I know that this this Paul character is supposed to be like a teenager, right? Like yeah. that's kind of the thing. Yeah. We we put that aside for a little while. <laughs> and we recast Oscar <laughs> Isaac and Timothy Chalamet. And you have Denzel play the dad, and you have John David John Washington David play, the, play son. the son. Wow, that would be pretty incredible. DH John David Washington. DH make him look heck younger. yeah, DH him. Yeah. How sick would that be? Yeah. The be chemistry, good. dude. The, the chemistry. chemistry. Father chemistry. and son. Playing father and son. But then you lose Denzel in the first oh, so hour. But you lose movie. Oscar Isaac. That sucked. Like, yeah. I, he was great. And yeah, I can't he's believe very good. You could tell that the, that the author of this book was not meaning for it to be a like, movie franchise because. You cast these two incredible, <laughs> mega characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jason Momoa, Oscar Isaac, and then they just die, and you're like, oh, like you need a good actor. So it was original. The first book was originally written like in serial form, or it would come out in a magazine, I think, in segments and chapters oh, or whatever. Wow. 
over a long period of time, which is, I think, why you get, like, you have big characters and then they go away and they're replaced by other big characters. Like, mm. so, like, Javier Bardem's character wasn't really big in this movie, but in the second half of the book, he becomes, like, a huge factor, okay. you know, a huge part of the movie. Mm. Part so of, there's part of the book transition of Yeah, of he sort of power. becomes, like... The father figure. Is there like another, is there other characters that are going to come in that we haven't even seen yet? So yeah, there's two big ones. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to give you them and then we could come up with a casting. Let's go. I love it. do a recast. We'll do a, we'll do a a precast. Love this. And I've talked, Levi and I were having this discussion. He had a, he had a casting for one of these characters. I think is spot on perfection. So we'll get to that. We'll get get to that. that. But let me, I'm going to see if I can find descriptions of the characters that I can read to you and you can cast them. Perfect. Awesome. Right. We're doing this live. I like how long it's Okay, here we go. Okay. First character. A girl. She's the emperor's daughter. Oh, Same oh, age wow. as Paul Atreides, main character, Timothy Chalamet. Same age as him. Okay. This is the description from the book. Paul's attention came at last to a tall blonde woman, green-eyed, a face of patrician beauty, classic in its hauteur, untouched by tears, completely undefeated. Without being told it, Paul knew her, the Princess Royale, a face that time vision had shown him in many aspects, the Princess Irulan. So it's the Emperor's daughter, the Princess Irulan is her name. Based he, off that, who would you who would any anybody come to mind for that role? And I'll tell I'll give you mine after Andy Armas. Okay. She's not blonde though. She could be blonde, I guess. She could be blonde. blonde. Anybody could be blonde. Yeah, anybody's <laughs> blonde. Oh that's my choice. I got one. Let's hear it. Emma Watson. Oh, I like that. That's your girl, Sean. Yeah. Sort of noble. She seems very She could do it. Classy. Mm-hmm. Classy. Yeah. Who do you got? Anya Taylor Joy. Queen's oh, Gambit, she yeah. was in. Oh, yeah. She's so popular. Um, it's probably going to be her. She was in a remake of Emma. Yeah, she's also sort of... She's 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 in right now. Right now. Yeah. 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 Split. Those movies split with oh, uh, yeah. James she McAvoy. Was really she was in that yeah. one. Um, it's definitely going to be her. I just think she has the vibe. Yeah. Uh, that's the one I, I could see being it. So those are our three for that character. Second character. Wait, what did, who did Levi choose for that? I believe I didn't have one for that one. He didn't. Okay. He didn't give me any feedback. But the second character is the one that he gave me a uh, a pitch for that I that I love. So I don't, I'm not even. Give, I don't even I have one because Kiernan Shipka. Kiernan Shipka. I don't know who that is. She played um, the daughter in Mad Men, mm-hmm. but she's like 21 now. Don't know who that is. I need Taylor Joy is playing. In, she's gonna play Furiosa in a prequel oh. to Mad Max Furiosa. Uh, so she's gonna be she's gonna she's be tied up in 2024. I don't know. Be tied up. She's hot right now, though. Yeah. Like metaphorically speaking. Also uh, attractive. She's very beautiful. So yeah. both ways. Um, character two. This is the the description: a youth with heavy shoulders, thick muscles, and an evil face. Round with full lips, sullen eyes, sullen face, and dark hair, dressed in close ringlets. This is the Baron's nephew. His oh. name is Fade Rautha Harkonnen. Oh. The younger brother of David Bautista's character, Glossu. Oh. But he's got hair? In the book, 
I think in the book. They're all bald. It's alopecia. Well, in the book, they, in the book, uh, David, in the book, I keep saying in the book, in the book, in the book, in the book, <laughs> in the book, <laughs> in the book, Stellan Skarsgård's character, the Baron. He's had hair. They have red hair. All the the Harkonnens, mm. the bad guys, they all have red hair. So they're all bald. So I don't know if this character will be bald in the movie They'll or not. Probably but make him bald, right? So again, another character of similar age to Paul Trades, maybe a li- like a little okay. bit older. So Timothy Chalamet, like a little bit older than that, something like that. So mm. I don't know. Anybody come to mind for that one? I mean, you could go like even older. I don't know. I just thought of another one that would be interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What's your takes on this? Uh, Fun fact about the Baron in the book, he's gay, and he likes young boys. Wow! Really? Cut that whole storyline out of the <laughs> author movie. Author was like, "How do we some, make people hate this guy?" For some reason, make him a pedophile. A gay pedophile. I'm really. I, I, I was hoping that someone red, would jump right out. To he me. needs to have red hair. He doesn't have to have red. I mean, it's, it's, it can be whatever you want. You can be someone you think would look. Is he more bald. whiny or is he more like powerful and? He's like cunning. He's like cunning. sort of evil, like like just a nasty guy, like a real like sneaky sort of like scheming guy type of dude. In the book, he's sort of in the first half of the book, but he doesn't really become a character until the second, real second half of the book. He becomes a bigger player. So there's speculation they kept him out of the first movie and they're gonna put him in. To save money, so you don't have to pay another actor. Basically, got it. They're gonna throw him in the second movie because he 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 got could it. just not be in it at all, and they could just amp up Dave Bautista's character. But just saying, hypothetically, this character comes in. I don't think it's great, but Macaulay Culkin. Okay, just Macaulay kind of like Culkin's like forty. Yeah, but he's got that baby face. He could play a younger, <laughs> a younger <laughs> character. Why not his younger brother, Roman? Yeah, what's his face? Kieran Culkin. He's yeah, got to put on some weight. Culkin. He's got to wear yeah, a fat suit. He said broad shoulders, right? Well, okay, so this guy is... That's the pro- <laughs> they don't have to wear fat. Dave Bautista's not fat. He's just jacked. Yeah, but you said this guy was like the Baron's nephew. Yeah. Oh, it's this guy's They're son. Both Baron. They're both the Baron's That's nephew. That's right. Oh, it's but, his brother. Yeah, it's Dave Bautista's brother. This guy is sort of young and and like wiry type of a guy. So here is, in the original, this is a picture of yeah, Sting picture. playing him in the original. Oh my gosh! Okay, that's okay. totally different. It Not in the sick. original, but in the nineteen. Lucas Hedges. Oh, I see. like that. Um, he's been in mid nineties. Um, Manchester by the Sea. Manchester okay. by the Sea. He's in Honey Boy, so playing not, Young Shyamalan. What about Penn Badgley? That could work. It's kind of like sunken work. eyes, yeah. like evil. Yeah. So Levi's got. And who I Wait, think? Wait, did, who did you choose? I, I didn't pick one because I disagree with Levi. I think Levi's is phenomenal. Harry Styles. Oh, oh that is that could be perfect. Excellent. Yeah. I like yeah. I like that you're sort of mirroring the 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 Timothy Chalamet the '80s version of Dune. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. You got a rock star playing the role. Let's get a modern rock star, Harry Styles. Very hateable guy. Yeah. Lots of people hate Harry Styles. Pretty good actor though. Good it's actor. Polarizing. In uh Dunkirk, he plays that sort of like sneaky, like annoying soldier guy, young soldier guy. Yeah. He doesn't even play in that same role, but he's also pretty good looking, so he can do that. Um yeah, Harry Styles. That is he's a, a bald guy. though. Like he's got he's yeah. kind of bald. 
Yeah. His hair is maybe a big yeah. part of his maybe personality. He have That's the the flip yeah. side. I don't know. I like that though. That is a good choice. You could also like I don't know. Does does that character and Zendaya's character ever interact? No, they don't. Okay, but does he does interact with, with Paul. Paul, yeah, yeah. I could see some like little, you know, if it's Hurts. handsome Harry Styles and it's like a little like. Handsome love triangle type guy. thing like but not that's really not in, that's not in the story i'm but... just gonna write it in okay. right. <laughs> submit some submit. plot interesting wow so two character stuff. two more major characters i could add for the second that's one, a good which i think would really give it things to look forward to because you you know when you end this movie you're kind of like okay so the baron's gonna be sort of involved yeah dave batista's character is gonna be sort of involved but you don't really know where it's going to go from here. Like, okay, right. they're going to stay with the Freeman and... The Freeman. Freeman. The Freeman. It's supposed to be Freeman, right? Like, that's why. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Freeman, Freeman, Freeman. Really, the, this movie is also sort of about how government is bad and yeah. the Freeman are really the, the better off. But I, I just I could just see that in every movie. I, I thought of a plot hole. Ooh. How does the doctor mm. have access to shutting down the shield... Mm. he's a doctor like how does he have co-conspirators pl- maybe well how does he have clear that's at they, they talk about it in the book there's some okay. explanation for it I don't know. it was like oh yeah that there's just one guy that was a. Uh, I mean if he's up sneaking around at night and he's can like don't they show him he like shoots those two guards that outside the duke's room Mm. I mean, the, yeah, the the Leto, Oscar Isaac, Leto's room. He like kills those two guards to go in. I don't in think and... he kills them. I think he just who kills takes them. Someone the kills them. Down and then they send in people. He's right? got like blow darts or something, and he goes in know. the control room. He I thought that was a little stretch that just one guy could like somehow access this shield. If the guy's got a lot of access. He's like their family doctor who's yeah. in their, their yeah, which their I, crew. I, I hated that. That was one of my least favorite scenes too because he was like one. He was. He knew that what he was doing was wrong, and he kind of like put in a escape hatch for him morally. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna kill you and your whole family, but I'm gonna give you the you chance get to away. kill the Baron. There's no getting away. It's you know, and then two, it's like you do that, and then your wife dies anyway, and you die anyway. Yeah, well, so, like, he's all supposed that to be sort of an idiot, but oh, okay. What um? What can you give us a little more background? I know some of our listeners might have not have read the book about the whole like setup. The storyline, because I think a lot of them don't know about the Benny Gesserit and the promise <laughs> and all of that. Of well, what... it all goes back. No, I mean, it's like, it's, they sort of talk about I had about, to I read thought, some about that. I thought they did a good the... job of like explaining it all in the movie if you're paying attention. Um, mm. If you're paying attention, I think they sort of talk about it. But like those, those Benny Gesserit, they like go to that dune and they like set up this, the, they set up the whole, They've been there, like they've had missionaries there for years, setting up this, this thing, and it all basically—I don't know—it's so hard to like explain like where the it's like a chicken or the egg thing. All the stories like sort of intertwine. Um, they've been their whole thing goes back to the for years they've been tr- they have this power to like see into the 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 future or something. I don't know. They have special powers and they want to give them to a man. But they do it through like selective breeding. It's really complicated. I don't know. I can, I'm not the wrong. I'm not the. Go look up a Dune Explained YouTube video. <laughs> look at I can't, YouTube. Yeah, look at that fans. I can't. I can't tell you. Look up Dune Explained on YouTube. I yeah. don't know. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I can't. Do it, like a little. If intro. you ask me a very like specific question, I could probably answer your question. But to like explain the whole story, like why was she training 
um, Paul she in was this tr- way? Is that a really hard question too? Yeah, they're trying to basically make this super superhuman guy, and they they've been doing breeding these these family lines together. They want to make this superhuman guy who can rule the entire empire because of his superpowers, but he would be beholden to their their order and they could control oh, okay. him. So they've been breeding these families together for years and years and years to make this ultimate person. And they keep having girls on the girl side so that they can eventually, you know, the girls will be part of their order of sisters or whatever, because it's only women in their order. And we're losing listeners by the second. As I'm explaining this, people are literally turning the podcast off. Exactly. (laughs) Years and years and years. Long story short, they have all these women. Rebecca Ferguson's character falls in love with Oscar Isaac because who wouldn't? It's who wouldn't? Oscar Isaac. Look beard? at those eyes. That beard. <laughs> that beard. Just a, that kind voice. The touch of gray. Yeah. Um, just a great guy. Great smile. And she, he wants a son, so she gives him a son because they have, for some reason, they the have the power to, to, to choose which it's gender like, child oh, yeah. they have. She Chris gives Chris. him a son a generation early. He was, she wasn't supposed, she was supposed to have a daughter and her daughter was supposed to marry this Harkening that Harry Styles is going to be playing basically. And that was going to, their offspring was going to be this final person who the Benny Gesserit control the whole galaxy through. He would have been evil though. Yeah, he would have been. Well, I don't know if he would have been evil or not, but My he would Paul. have been mixed with those Harkonnens or whatever. I think that's some good background. That is some good background. So, it, so, but she has him a generation early. So that's why Paul is sort of like, he has all these people telling him, yeah, you're not, you, you were, you're you, not the one. Yeah. Even though you're a boy and you're born from this woman or whatever, you're not the one. And there's all these okay. people, but he feels like he has this power and he's yeah. called to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and he's so to like suppress like the yeah. vision and everything. Yeah. I think that's good because I was a little so confused he has the, by that's it. That's sort of the tension in the book is he has this power and he doesn't know if what's wrong with him and like, which I thought Timothy Chalamet sort of did a good job portraying of like this conflict of being like, am I this chosen one or am I just like an yeah, idiot? Yeah, he for... didn't seem like he wanted it. Yeah. He wasn't desiring What's it. He's just like, I'm having yeah, exactly. Yeah, he does this whole angsty teen. <laughs> I'm a freak. I literally laughed at that. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> you turned me into a freak, mom. Yeah, Let me go to so my sweet. room. <laughs> Listen to Lincoln Park. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they Here's, were they were really cool when they came out of that ship and they they had like this the Benny Gesserit. Oh yeah, that was a good in the rainstorm. Introduction, yeah. Oh yeah, she had that cool like those like veil big on. square hats. Yeah, I had a question with like the veil that she was wearing. Was it or those those things like was that their hair that that was up in the top? No, of no, it was just like a big hat, like a pope hat. <laughs> pope hat. That's supposed to give you pope hat vibes. I Real think. question: Real Is our question. boy Josh Brolin still alive? Because you don't is get he? any kind of resolution That's with true, him. He yeah. runs into the battle. I don't know. Don't see him die. Do you want a spoiler or not? No. I want a spoiler. I already know the spoiler. Levi already told me. <laughs> Do you okay. want a spoiler, Sean? All right. Let's. No. We don't, <laughs> want, any, yeah, we don't <laughs> want, want any super Read the spoilers. book. Read, read the book. Read the book. Sick. Um. Yeah. Well, we glanced over before, but Duncan Idaho. How freaking sick was oh, Jason Momoa? Jason Momoa was so good. I think I this movie fun. so fun. Died. Yeah. So fun. A blast. Absolute blast. Just the legend, Jason Momoa. He cannot act to save his life. He's a terrible actor, but I love him in every movie he's in. I thought, I thought there was a chance it could, this could have bombed and it could have been truly awful. But then I saw him there and I was just happy he was there. And yeah, it's like, like he's smiling he's and just his like. Life. 
being a massive dude and just a, <laughs> being a total dude. total bro and i was so happy i love him duncan idaho one of the best characters in the book yeah. he was perfect in the movie just duncan perfect. Idaho. great name comes from a long legend of people with generic first names and states for last name <laughs> johnny florida johnny utah johnny, duncan idaho johnny utah timmy dakota yeah great name yeah i loved um the setup of this world in which it has, you know, the whole moisture and all that technology that was really unique. And especially going back to the book, figuring that in 1965, just again, mm. it's yeah, no computers though. And I think that was like a big thing. Cause like the whole spice thing, technology is supposed to be huge, right? Technology and AI is basically, do they get into AI in the book? Yeah, they do. So this is actually in the future. It's not long time ago, galaxy far away type yeah. of deal. This is just our world way into way into the future. I think they put a date in one of yeah, the scenes. Yeah, it's like, like, like 101,000 like or something. Yeah. Um, basically, they got rid of all AI and all computers. And there's just like humans that have like a super large amount of of information. Like that guy... The, with the the blonde the the white hair that who is carrying the little umbrella around oh he yeah. was like one of the human computers he had the black lip yeah, yeah there yeah. was one on the bad guys and they do that like their they eyes roll, their roll eyes back and they right. like yeah. do their they're like human computers basically with like all of the like knowledge put into these oh. these people and so there's no so that's that's sort of like what makes it interesting is there's no like technology it's sort no of screens yeah yeah that's yeah interesting. which could still happen i mean it makes sense it's just sort of like all right there's they like get they like outlaw around. ai basically in the the books or something like that and then yeah. it carries on from there one more question that big circular thing that they were flying through yeah was that like a hyper drive thing that allows them to jump that's like the ship i think that whole thing is the ship but who's on the ship they have these. They oh, have that these, whole ship is taking the whole the whole yeah, population of yeah, the there's Atreides these, you know, these to giant like, cruiser ships, basically. Two, like you uh, know, in Star Wars, yeah. the big triangles. That's sort of like Got one it. of those. But there were people flying through them. That was just they like, get into it from this in the second book. But there's like these like these humans who are basically so drugged out that on this spice, they're so spiced up. They have the power to make things fly through space. They call them like the engineers or something that are just like so really spiced up. Yeah. They're like, they're like people that are totally like gone off that spice oh and they have the power to help make things travel through hyperspace. So they get into that in the second God, part probably, sick. but um, I can't wait. They're gonna I can't wait till October. 2023 when it's gonna come yeah yeah long way away long way away there's so many ways it could have gone wrong but it didn't i'm just so happy i was so pleased yeah they've tried it a couple times before yeah and it just well bombs. let's get back to our friend richard burke or whatever actually i'm gonna look him up oh yeah his take let's, let's get back to oh him. yeah richard brody reviewing dune this is the title of, this is the title of his his review a quote dune unquote sanded to dullness Basically, what? the main tenet no. of this guy's whole take is that the David Lynch Dune from 
19, he better not go. Nineteen eighty four is a better movie. <laughs> it's a better movie and more interesting and better looking movie than better looking than the yes than the Dune that just came out by uh, Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve, however you say his name. Yeah, What's that's, wrong a, with that's that his big take. I don't know. He's on drugs. He, he thought Bond was bad too, and that they needed to get into the backstory dude, this guy's of like all spiced Money up, Penny. Dude. Yeah, well, maybe this thing, guy's too yeah. too deep in the spice. It's one thing to say <laughs> like, okay, the other movie. Like, I didn't see the other one. Did you see the other one? I yeah, just I've heard I've how watched, horrible it was. Yeah. I've heard yeah. it's horrible. It sucks. It's and trash. like it's one thing to say like, okay, maybe there's like dialogue in there that doesn't that isn't in this one. But to say it's a better looking movie, like this is no. an insane yeah. good looking movie. You can't argue for it on any case other than if you like you really enjoy trash movies. And as <laughs> someone who enjoys trash movies generally, it's, it's too, too much, trash. It's too like trash. yeah. It's not even artsy trash. It doesn't I circle back that. around to being good. It's just bad. What an annoying what like guy? movie critic like oh I'm yeah. I know that everyone likes this, like I'm just gonna dislike yeah. it yeah. just because it's everybody else be likes it. Richard Brody Come on the pot and defend yourself, yeah. you coward. You you just complete, total hipster doofus. Horrible, man. What movies does he like? Have you read some of his other reviews? Like, what does he go in on? Apparently, he liked the David Lynch version of Dune from 1985. Yeah. He's the only person on planet Earth who, like, <laughs> even David Lynch, like, will not talk about that movie because he says it sucked. Is like, that disappointing. Yeah, he like, hates his own, he he hates his own movie. Of it. He's like, I didn't do that movie. Apparently, but. Richard Brody, who writes for The New Yorker, is the single fan of that movie left in the universe. You know, Richard Brody's the guy that, you know, when a mo- movie that you're just like, this is amazing. Yeah. And it has a ninety nine percent Rotten Tomatoes. He's the one percent well, that's actually, like, well, yeah. I thought this one was better. <laughs> actually, in oh look at this guy, Fast Seven, when Paul Walker and Vin Diesel drive off into that's the distance, him. it was lame. <laughs> that's him right there. Yeah, he, what a loser. Yeah, shake oh, your, I feel shake bad your beard. Fun of them. I don't feel bad. He's got bad takes. I'll make Those fun are, of anybody with bad right. takes. Bad takes. Bad takes machine. Anyway, it's good to be back, guys. That's Dune, yeah. So good to be back. This was two great movies. Two great movies. Yeah. What are the odds? You anticipating these movies for years and years. Tenet turned out good. Yeah. Dune turned out good. Bond turned out good. Oh, no. What's the say? next one that we're anticipating? Batman? Batman. Mm, I could live without it. Green Knight, I was heavily anticipating. That was not good. Yeah. Did you see Green Knight? I did. What did you think of that? I think that I didn't understand the source material. I didn't know that you gave me a little bit of a warning that it was a little bit of like some fantasy. Yeah. But it was even more so. I bet Richard I Brody thought. liked Green Knight. He probably did. I thought Dev Patel did an amazing job with what yeah. he had to do, but it was it just felt very um, disconnected. Uh, you know what I saw that was trash. The Last Duel. I should have brought that up in the corner. Oh, I heard that was so good. Garbage. Yeah, Complete I heard it was garbage. It was great. I was considering walking out. You were really? considering walking out. What's so bad about it? There's a rape scene. Don't want that. Oh. Don't need and that. And not only do they have a rape scene, they have the rape scene in the movie two times from di- two different characters' perspective. What? Ew. Why in case you needed the perspective of the person getting raped and the person doing the raping... Trash. Trash movie. Yo, I hate that so much. Complete when... garbage. I it's thought all... Matt Damon uh... wrote that movie, right? I don't know who wrote it. Ridley Scott directed it. Wait, isn't that that's like a major theme like the major theme of the movie is that the guy comes in and is it's that's like, why he's the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, like yeah. Around it. I should have known going, going yeah. into it, but uh Yeah, it's disappointing. It's like wow. up there for like worst movie I've ever it's with, right some... there with Joker for I saw worst someone's, movie I've ever someone's seen. take was like, who was it? 
I saw it on Twitter. Someone's take was like, go see The Last Duel and like, basically, if, if not enough people see The Last Duel, they're never going to make like a period piece like that again. What? Well, hopefully they don't because it sucks. <laughs> why they make why another, they make a terrible piece one. like that? Well, I guess just that specific. I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were writers on the on the. This is why though movies like script. stick to known, well liked subject like Buzz Lightyear. Like everyone likes Toy Story. <laughs> we're gonna make money on this. Like I don't want to create any new ideas because new ideas are, you know, unsure. We're unsure. Yeah, we're gonna make can money you make? A new. That's not focused thing. on rape. It doesn't show me a person getting raped repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I'm a, maybe I'm crazy for not being into watching that. Like maybe maybe that's on me, but I'm not down to like that's not for me. <laughs> a trivia for the last duels: Matt Damon can't grow facial hair, so the makeup department had to try out twenty different beards to apply oh, to Matt Damon's face. He reportedly got a skin rash underneath the stuck-on beard, which was so irritating. Good. Freaking wow. worst. Anyway, we're dragging this out. We can just wrap it up. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening to the return of loose concept. We missed doing this. Some missed of us almost it. You can't almost. kill us. <laughs> you can't be killed. We're back. We're the back. pod never dies. Next week on the podcast, we're bringing back mystery movie round. Let's yeah. go. For episode sixty. Oh. We're bringing back the mystery movie round. Um, we'll probably go similar. Uh, Similar standards to yeah. the other one. I, I don't know. Was... I was thinking maybe we could loop in like Rotten Tomatoes reviews. It has to get certain over a certain amount on Rotten Tomatoes. That way we know people have seen it. I don't like know. Like I like review. that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll look into it. But over seventy percent. Episode sixty next week or sometime. Mystery movie, movie madness. Yeah. That was really fun. I love so fun. That. Well liked episode too. Weird. So yeah, keep an feedback. eye out for that. Follow us on Instagram at Loose Concept Pod. We haven't tweeted ever, so I'll just get. I'm just gonna delete the tweet. No, no, account. I think I'm gonna get on Twitter. Heard that one before. Oh, yeah, it's gonna happen. Okay. Because I'm, I'm just gonna not care what people think anymore. I'm trying to become a yeah, new man. I heard that a million times as well. But I might, I might just tweet a bunch and delete them before I. <laughs> no, no deletion. Keep it going. Anyway, how do people tweet like and just consistently tweet and like? Know that they're going to say garbage, but then tweet good stuff sometimes. Tweet through it, man. <laughs> you tweet through it. The goal is, if you tweet bad stuff, the amount of tweets overwhelm it, and people forget the bad stuff because there's just the sheer volume. Yeah, okay. I think that's I'm the tweet key tonight. to becoming famous. You just tweet a lot. Or tweet a lot. About nothing. Anyway. Good to be back. Good to be, good back. be back. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Remember to always... Keep, keep it, it loose. Keep it conceptual. You gotta try this blowhole thing, man. This well dude is giving me a brain freeze. I'll have what she's having. I still love you, baby. Oh, you poor sad multimillionaire. I feel so sorry for you. I was right. I think I liked you better when you were drunk. No, my ears are fine. We definitely have an out-of-tune player. You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. Farewell.